It's Thursday, March the 26th, and this is your morning briefing from The Economist. Coming up, Prince Charles has COVID-19 and SoftBank takes umbrage at Moody's. First, the world in brief. Prince Charles tested positive for COVID-19 and is self-isolating in Scotland. The heir to the British throne, who is 71 and whose case is said to be mild, last saw the Queen, aged 93, two weeks ago. The announcement raised questions about why people with more serious symptoms are being denied tests by the National Health Service. Scotland's chief medical officer said the prince was tested for clinical reasons. The International Monetary Fund and World Bank called on creditor countries to suspend debt repayments from the world's poorest countries if requested. In their joint statement, the two multilateral lenders said that the step was necessary to free up money to fight the spread of COVID-19. Vladimir Putin delayed a vote on a constitutional change that will allow him to remain in power after his current term expires in 2024. The Russian president said that concerns around the spread of COVID-19 made it necessary to put off next month's vote. Russia's parliament has already approved the change, while more than 30,000 people have signed a letter opposing it. The American government concluded that Robert Levinson, a retired FBI agent who disappeared more than a decade ago, has died in Iranian custody. The timing and nature of his death are unknown. American investigators believe that the Revolutionary Guards, Iran's preeminent paramilitary force, was behind Mr. Levinson's disappearance, which would make him the longest-held hostage in American history. Suicide bombers led an attack that killed 25 people at a Sikh religious complex in Afghanistan. Islamic State, a jihadist network formed in Iraq and Syria, claimed responsibility. Most of Afghanistan's Sikhs had emigrated by the time the Taliban came to power in the 1990s. Fewer than 300 families remain. Leo Varadkar, Ireland's acting Taoiseach, Prime Minister, insisted that despite the fight against the coronavirus, the country could have a government within two weeks. His Fianna Gael party entered talks with its centre-right rival, Fianna Foyle, after neither won a majority in February's election. Both refused to govern with Sinn Féin, the former political wing of the IRA, a terrorist group. And SoftBank accused Moody's of being biased after the ratings agency downgraded its debt. This week, the Japanese tech investor said it would sell off $41 billion of assets to pay down its debts. Moody's attributed the downgrade to SoftBank's decision to sell during a volatile market, risking a fire sale of its assets. And now, here's today's agenda. Spring fever, New York and COVID-19. New York, the center of America's COVID-19 crisis, now accounts for 7% of the world's reported cases. The city that never sleeps has all but stopped. Broadway has gone dark, schools are closed, and all residents except essential workers have been ordered to stay at home. The stillness on city streets conceals a frenetic surge in confirmed cases, more than 30,000 by March 25th across New York State, with over half in the city. As hospitals fill to capacity, officials are preparing a big convention centre for an influx of patients. The city is imploring retired doctors to help. 40,000 have volunteered. New York University's medical school is offering early graduation to students who helped fight COVID-19. The White House urged New Yorkers fleeing the state to self-quarantine for 14 days to prevent them from spreading the virus. 
New York's Governor Andrew Cuomo has implored the White House to use wartime authorities to secure medical supplies. Harsh Realities, Mexico and COVID-19 Even in rosier times, Andres Manuel López Obrador could not keep the economy in good health. Now, amid a pandemic, Mexico's president must stop it from coming apart entirely. Forecasters are expecting GDP to fall by up to 6% this year. Tourism has already plummeted, car factories are shuttered, and the border with the United States has been tightened. The peso has lost a quarter of its value, hitting a record low against the dollar as the price of oil, a crucial export, plummets. A central bank meeting scheduled for today was brought forward to last weekend with a half-point cut decreed, and the government has promised to pay the salaries of workers over 65 who stay at home. A bigger stimulus looks elusive, however. So far, Mexico has reported a low number of COVID-19 infections, but more will surely come. To limit the damage, Mr. López Obrador must take bolder action. To the rescue, India's Yes Bank crisis. Today, Prashant Kumar becomes chief executive of a crisis-hit Indian lender, Yes Bank. Mr. Kumar, a former chief financial officer of the State Bank of India, has completed a whirlwind apprenticeship. On March 5th, he was made the administrator of Yes as part of a government-driven bailout. His former employer led a complex refinancing that staved off Yes's collapse. The money raised, however, has merely offset some of the losses from newly disclosed bad loans. Now the bank needs even more fresh capital to survive a bigger storm. Worse still, the spread of COVID-19 and a nationwide lockdown has whacked the entire sector. An index tracking the share prices of India's healthiest banks has fallen by 60% since January, against 32% for the broader market. Other banks are also scrambling for scarce capital, leaving Mr. Kumar and Yes as just one of many in an ever-lengthening queue. A plague on all our houses, Southeast Asia and COVID-19. Countries in Southeast Asia are starting to take steps to curb the spread of COVID-19. Thailand will today enact a state of emergency to restrict people's movements and stop foreigners from entering. Thai Airways, the national carrier, has suspended international flights, except those to Munich and Zurich, routes vital to the lifestyle of high-living King Vajira Longkorn, who spends much of his time in Germany. But many countries remain more complacent. Laos has reported just two cases, Vietnam many infections but no deaths. Aung San Suu Kyi, Myanmar's president in all but name, is in denial about the danger. One group taking it seriously is the communist insurgency in the Philippines. After over 50 years of fighting, the few thousand remaining guerrillas will observe a ceasefire to allow the government to battle the virus instead. It might even prompt the resumption of peace talks. That would be an unexpected silver lining in a dark time. Insurance Blues, Lloyds of London Lloyds of London, the world's most famous insurance market, is expected to give a flavour of the industry's current stresses when it publishes its financial results for 2019 today. The cavernous City of London underwriting room where buyers and sellers of insurance gather has closed for the first time in the market's 333-year history. Lloyds has asked its members for an estimate of losses caused by COVID-19, with little clarity yet as to who might be on the hook for what. 
The most likely claims are for disruptions to supply chains, which are more usually triggered by earthquakes and typhoons. Insurers are also bracing for an avalanche of claims on business continuity policies from firms whose operations have been closed because of the spread of COVID-19 and for travel disruption. Payouts could mean heavy losses for insurers, but then the prospect for higher premiums later as businesses worry about future disruptions. Finally, here's the quote of the day from David Lloyd George, who died on this day in 1945. The finest eloquence is that which gets things done. The worst is that which delays them. That's it from The Economist Morning Briefing, available every weekday and on Saturdays. You can hear interviews and analysis from our journalists, including our current affairs podcast, The Intelligence, by searching for The Economist on your podcast app or asking your smart speaker to play the latest Economist radio podcast. And as a subscriber, you have access to each week's full edition in audio. Just download The Economist app on your mobile device to start listening.